Bridgewater still trying to shake out the cobwebs. Here comes the rush again. Flags fly. Bridgewater's dropped. Sacked at the 12-yard line. Back-to-back plays. The pass rush gets home. This time it's Michael Brockers. I love how exciting, how excited the sideline is and when they see Michael Brockers make a play because he's done the dirty work for the last two years. I mean, taking on double teams, doing all this stuff. And so finally, he gets the opportunity to get one-on-one. Here comes Brockers with a great sack. Well, hello and welcome to Rams Revealed. My name is J.B. Long, and in anticipation of Monday Night Football and a Week 12 contest against the Baltimore Ravens, we're joined by a Rams defensive lineman in his eighth NFL season. He was the first pick of Les Snead's tenure as general manager, 14th overall in 2012, and now here in 2019, he's on pace for a career-high in tackles. Michael Brockers is our guest. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. How are you? Appreciate it, JB. Thanks for having me. This defense is on quite a roll. I think you would agree. The ones have uh, given up only 30 points combined over the past four games. What's your evaluation of how the defense is currently playing? Um, just gelling really nicely, um, you know, with the addition of Jalen being on, on, you know, on the corner, um, you know, having him lock up one side of the field and having everybody else kind of uh, maintain the other wide receivers, uh, defensive line, you know, we're, we're hitting blocks up front, you know, make sure we stop the run stop the run um, so we can get him in a passing situation. So I think, you know, everybody's just doing their job up for, uh, on the defensive side of the ball. LA scored more points than any NFL team the last two seasons, but do you feel like with the Bears game plan, the Rams embraced a defensive identity for 2019? I think so. I think so. And I think we had to just given the situations we were dealt, you know, throughout the game, you know, we had a couple of turnovers early. Um, But, you know, I I told, you know, the offense before the game, man, we got y'all back. We know a couple of, you know, our guys are out and, you know, we're missing them, but we got to, we got to step up. We got to help, help each other out just to get this, this victory. Before we continue on the defense, real quick, some perspective on the offensive line. Mm-hmm. And you practice against them. I know you're not going full speed like you would in a training camp situation, but right. did you know that retooled group would be capable of what they did? Um, well, it's funny you say that because, you know, I practice a lot. Of, some of the guys, you know, were on practice squad and, you know, we practice, they, they practice against us um, throughout the week. Um, but, you know, I always call them. I always say, man, y'all tempo violating or, you know, you know, y'all going too hard, you know, but understanding that um, those guys, you know, um, you know, they, they want their opportunity. And once their opportunity is uh, given to them, they will take advantage. So you sense their hunger. Oh, in yeah, recent definitely weeks. sense their hunger. Definitely sense. Uh, and it's some more guys behind them that are hungry, ready to get on that field. You can just tell by the way they they play. And I think Chrome does a great job at, um, you know, coaching those guys up to, to really never lose a rep, because even in practice, they don't want to give up a rep in, 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 in practice or in the team drills. Michael, how about your own performance? And and I mean this in the context of over the last few seasons, you've been asked to do just about everything there is to do on a defensive front. Mm. How do you feel about your current role and how you've executed it this season? Um, I'm thinking I'm thinking I'm doing all right, but you know I was crazy. I was talking to to Clay and we had the same mindset. He was like, "Man, if I don't make a splash play, bro, I feel like I've had the worst game." And I feel like I'm I'm, I'm the same way. If I don't have a a sack or a tackle for loss or just something that just makes the crowd go crazy, you know, I feel like I I've had a bad game. But um, you know, my coaches and my teammates just you know surrounding me, giving me the support that I you know I've been doing uh, my job, been doing everything I, I supposed to do, and, and and a little bit more. So I'm just helping out the defense. 
you know, you've played alongside Aaron Donald for six seasons now, and I had a laugh when the Rams put out their latest viral clip of him doing a drill at what looks like 1.5 speed. Right. And, and your comment, your tweet comment was, you know, he really started the drill the wrong way. You can <laughs> you can delve into what you meant by that if you want. But my question for you is, like, do you ever wonder, in terms of those splash plays you're talking about, what if one of the greatest of all time wasn't playing next to you week after week? Right. True, true, true. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy to think like that if he wasn't. But the fact that he is and I... And, you know, even going through film and tape, you know, um, understanding that, okay, you know, on this play, oh, I got AD next to me. That ain't going to work. You know, it's just going through your mind, like, you can think like that, like, oh, man, that ain't going to work because AD go shut that down. Like, it's a, it's a different mindset you have to have when, when you have such a special uh, player next to you. Mm. Well, we talked about what the defense has done over the last four games, and you look ahead to what's next, and Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens, they might have the MVP. Mm -hmm. uh, it was striking to me that Mike Vick was in attendance for your Sunday night football win over the Bears. Did you true, see him along true. the no, sideline? I'm like, what, what, is he gonna do? what is he doing in here? Because right. next week he'll try to be in uh, Baltimore. That's the thing, room. right? And, and you saw him at the tail end of your career. I think he was backing up Big Ben in Pittsburgh. Yes. Remember that 2015 game? Mm -hmm. Anyway. You know, he once ran for over a thousand yards, the only 1,000 yard rushing season for a quarterback in NFL history. That was 2006. Now Jackson's on course to smash that. He's looking at 1260 at his current rate. What's the challenge going ahead to Monday Night Football? Um, you know, like we we always say, man, stopping the run, and and it's it's crazy for this team. You're gonna have to stop the running back and the quarterback because they all it's combined. So um, understanding, you know, getting them behind the sticks. I think that's a cliche cliche statement but it, it's true if you get a team off rhythm where they're, they're you know second and nine second and ten and you know have to get back on track it's, it's hard for teams to do that so um you know stopping the run up front you know anything you know that they can give us um on the early downs you know stop it up front and and you know keep them uh, behind the sticks monday night football will also mark the return of marcus peters your former teammate was traded mm -hmm. before the deadline not for jalen ramsey of course but mm -hmm. in effect for sure What's your perspective on how this uh, secondary has been shuffled midseason? Um, our secondary, that's what you're talking about. Correct. I mean, um, guys have stepped up. You know, uh, Troy Hill, who, who's, a, who's a player I've always uh, respected, just when uh, Aki Tlaib went out, he stepped up, um, played some really good ball. Um, I always kind of knew he, he he would be straight, but, you know, having, like I said before, having Jalen on the other side and just having a lot of young, young hungry, um, um, what we call them, young bulls on our team, ready to get after it, you know, T-Rap. Uh, is 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 a heck of a player. He does he does a great job, especially being in the box, being a rookie safety, a little, little smaller safety. Um, he plays nickel as well. Um, you know, I commend him. You know, I got a lot of respect for our young guys. They step up and they're ready to play. You mentioned Ramsey earlier, and though he plays over your shoulder, right? You have your back to him for most of your mm -hmm. professional lifetime. Are you able to draw kind of a straight line between the uptick in sacks and rushing the quarterback and his presence? Um, a little bit. You know, our, our play calling's a little bit different. You know, some. You know, uh, early on we we're a little bit more zone zone friendly. Where you know we're kind of you know making sure everything is in front of us, and you know having a guy who can stick with anybody in the lead. You can play more stickier coverages, mm -hmm. uh, one uh, more you know single high man you know man coverages when you have a guy like that um, on your team. 
Can you do that against the Ravens, though? Because even teams that love to play that style, and I'm thinking of the New England Patriots first and foremost, have had to come out of that and play more zone because of the threat that the quarterback presents. And it's a little bit of everything, you know. You know, playing that college style offense. I, I, you know, I don't really uh, know. You know, besides the, the the young kid, the rookie Brown, I don't know any of the receivers that they have. You know, I see a lot of their tight ends getting open, seam routes by their tight ends. You know, a little outright by their tight end, and then running the ball. I think it starts um, with running the ball with them. Last year, Monday Night Football against the Chiefs was a completely unique set of circumstances, and many of them are tragic. And so I, I don't think there's a parallel true, necessarily true, true, to true. last year. But I do want you to reflect on your memories of that moment in time, in your life, your professional football career, and what it was to get that win at the Coliseum against the Chiefs. I mean, it was so much going on that week. You know, we had, we always started out with fire season, being in fire season. Um, this year, that year, it was, it was a little closer than than usual. Um, then we, we have the shooting. So we're dealing with that, you know, we're, we're, you know, kind of trying to mourn with that and we're trying to practice. We can't practice because of the smog, we're moving places and it, it, it really, we had to like kind of calm down and take it back to, you know, um, kind of what we do on away games, kind of focus on each other. You know, we, we mm-hmm. knew it was a home game, but it, we felt like it was a away game just with all the movement and, and stuff. You know, we were supposed to be in Mexico. We ended up coming back from Mexico, uh, coming back from Colorado um, and coming back here. So it was just a lot. We just had to kind of settle down. It was it was a lot going on, settle down, focus um, really on ourselves. We had a good team coming in here, uh, focus on the game plan and just execute as, as much as possible and then, just going to the game, it, it was crazy. You know, um, for me, it wasn't even. I couldn't even focus on how how intense the game was because I was thinking about, dang, they have fifty points. They put fifty points mm-hmm. on their head. You know what I'm saying? So that's the whole thing. I'm like, how do we stop them? You know, how do we get better? I'm I'm going to the sideline every time, like looking at the you know play call, like, hey, what do we got to do to you know get better? And then you know you kind of peek up at the at the scoreboard. They yell, and then you know we're like, okay. You know, offense score, we got to stop them. Then they score. You're like, oh, my gosh. Like, we, we, it's something has to, you know, something has to stop. You know, we we have to get a break, you know, here later. So um, then we, we get some touchdowns. And we're like, okay, we're up. You know, we got defensive touchdowns. Usually that that seals the game. They get a defensive touchdown. You're like, oh, man, we're back in it. Like, not again, you know. So it's tied up. You know, it was, it was, it was a lot going on. But after the game just you know talking to my my grandmother and you know she was even talking about how some of her friends watched the game and i'm mm-hmm. like your, your friends watch football she's like yes honey they watch football they enjoyed the game they loved it um and just you know hearing that from her and just understanding like man this this game hit deeper than you know what, what it usually does you know a lot of people who usually don't watch football is watching this game or watch the game so um that really just it, it drove it home for me, you know. Just understanding that you know football is 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 a America sport, man, and they they can't they can't deny it at all, man. At the end of the day, if you look back at any tragedy or anything, you know the 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 NFL supports, you know, um, they take it back to football, take it back to football. Very well said, mm-hmm. and I hope we never have to replicate it for all those for sure, reasons that sure. you said. But if nothing else, it would be great to see that kind of environment again to support the Rams uh, Monday Night Football against the Ravens. And I think you would agree, Brock, it'd be a shame for this roster to miss the postseason. Mm-hmm. I mean, it feels like a group that has the potential to go deep, but we know the window is, is tight right now. Mm-hmm. What do you sense about your chances and how important it is to you at this stage of your career to play into January again? Um, you kind of, you, you don't want to play, be playing for anything, you know, you don't want to be not 
not playing for anything. You don't want to not be playing for anything. You know, you, you want to go to the playoffs. You want to have something to, to strive for. Because I've been in those seasons where you kind of know you're out mathematically. You're playing for pride seasons in December. for pride yeah. seasons. You, that's not fun. It's not fun. It, even though you have to do it and you play the game because you love it, um, it's not fun. But, you know, you try not to focus on it as far as right now. We're, we're six and four. Um, I don't know what, where we are in the standards. I'm not focused on it. I think it's a week-by-week week basis. Um, and we just got to win out. I think that's ha- has to be our focus. You know, we kind of dug ourselves in a little hole. So we, we, we just have to, in, in my opinion, just have to win out. I apologize in advance for the direction I'm about to take this, but mm-hmm. it is a contract year for you, and okay. this is a business. Sure. Uh, you're having a top 20 pro football focus graded season, and we're happy for you and all that you've done in 2019. Mm-hmm. What does your ideal offseason look like? Um, I don't know. Uh, hopefully, you know, working out and get a surprise call from the Rams and yeah. uh, they want me back. Uh, but for the most part, just, you know, focusing on this year. I try not to focus on the, the contracts. I let the agents and the, the, the people who do the contracts worry about that, man. I just worry about the game. But what else do you want to accomplish in this game of football? Uh, I definitely want to win a Super Bowl. definitely want to go to Super Bowl and win it. Um, my drive is different. You know, last year it, it was good to be there, kind of happy to be there, mm-hmm. almost in a sense. And I just seen the, the different um, – the mindset as a Patriots because we were kind of happy and they were like business. Now I'm all business. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I know what it takes to to get there and be in that in that game and not let you know all the out you know all that the the outward stuff you know kind of get to you and just actually focus on that. But it's still a game because you know with all the distractions on Super Bowl, mm-hmm. you know we it, it can kind of get to you. But um, definitely a, a, a mission like you know going forward. In pursuit of that goal, how much longer are you willing to play? How much longer would you like to play? Man, I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, me and wife, you've talked about it. She's like, you know, let's, you know, let's see a 10 and then we'll talk, you know? So 10? I just told her, yeah. I told her we came to this agreement, like, let's, let's get to 10, you know, get to double digits. That'd be a great milestone. And let's talk about it. Let's see, you know, where we're at, you know, financially, um, you know, how do we feel, you know, about, you know, moving forward, the kids are in school, you know, just, mm-hmm. you know, think about it, you know, when it, when it happens, not that, not right now. Because you have expensive tastes. And I mean that in the most complimentary way. Yeah, you can say that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about the family life? Can I tap into your uh, parenting expertise for just a moment let's since go. you brought let's it go. up? Father of three, mm-hmm. right? Father with of three. With mm-hmm. a uh, infant? Mm-hmm. Six months. Six months, yeah. Okay, so I'm about to have my second. How does life change when you go from one child to multiple children? Um, it's it's the two. It's okay because it's like wife has one, you have one. When you get to three and you're outnumbered, that's mm-hmm. when it's like, what is going on? Like you know, like one kid is here, the other kid's you know over here. One is crying, and then you got the other one running around. So you have to keep your eye on that one. It's like it's a lot. It's a lot. Um, but if you manage it well, you know we have help. You know my wife has a nanny and stuff like that. I'm I'm in the house here and there, so um, she has help. But it, it, it definitely is a lot. If you always wanted a big family, are there more to come? For me, uh, I came from a. Quite a big family. I was old as a five. Mm-hmm. You know, my my mom raised uh, all five of us. So it's, for me, I was kind of like, um, I'm kind of over the kids thing because I kind of raised my brothers, you know. So, um, but talking to my wife, she was like, no, I want kids. And I'm like, okay, come on, let's let's do it. Let's let's have this little family. Um, but love my kids, love my family. It's, you know, beautiful experience. How do you balance the personal and the professional? Because there are a lot of demands on your time from mm-hmm. the summer all the way through whenever this season ends. Um, whatever I'm comfortable with, you know, if I'm comfortable with doing something, I'll do it. If I'm not, uh, I'll definitely voice it and, 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 you know, 
choose to do it or not do it. Um, in terms of like people asking you to do yeah, a podcast yeah, a podcast on a Monday afternoon before whatever. you go home for your yeah, day off. For yeah. sure, for sure. So <laughs> uh, whatever I'm comfortable with, I do. And whatever I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I, I won't do. I'm glad you mentioned kind of raising your younger siblings because, mm-hmm. well, a couple of things I've always appreciated about watching you go about your craft. First of all, you're like the ultimate tactician, whether it's before a game or at practice, like you really seem to care about the small details that translate on the field. But mm-hmm. secondly, you're a mentor and a teacher. Like I just see that in the way that you embrace your teammates. And I think Seabass is the most recent Ram to comment right. on that. All the things that you've done for him on and off the field to help him feel at home with the Rams and in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Does that stem from your upbringing? Is that something that you have always been conscious of doing is kind of reaching out to younger teammates? Um, I, I wouldn't say that. I think, it, you know, I had, I had to kind of embrace his leadership role. Um, last year I was captain. I was kind of like, uh, what do I do? You know, but I caught myself always, you know, getting in a situation where I, you know, I had, a, I have a young guy under my wing trying to tell him something, give him a little tip here and there. Um, definitely this year with Seabass playing, um, being a young guy and it's kind of like, Oh my gosh, I'm playing now. Like, what do I do? You know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, I had to, you know, give him little tips here and there. What, 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 what we can do, what we can't do. Cause me and him work together on our side. So, um, playing off of each other, just having that, you know, um, that camaraderie, that, 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 that jail that we can just play off each other and just go, he's been doing a great job. He has been last thing before you get to your uh, football weekend, we catch at a great time in terms of the uh, college football landscape, mm-hmm. LSU number yes, one sir. in the country yes, uh, set to finish with home games against Arkansas and A&M, yes, maybe on a collision course with uh, Georgia and the SEC championship. Just want to give you a chance to uh, shout out your alma mater. Yes, sir. LSU going all the way, man. We're going all the way, going to the playoffs and we're going to win out, man. We're, we're looking unstoppable right now. A defense needs a little help. Um, you know, here and there, but you know, they, they, they're running, they're running, everybody's running, you know, and on offense, they're blocking up front, they're getting the ball out, getting to the to special playmakers, man. So we're doing a good job. Had a chance to cross paths with that Orgeron yet by any chance? Not yet. Not yet. I will. I will. I will though. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, your voice sounds almost as good as his on these podcast oh, no, microphones. Don't do me like that. Don't do me like that. <laughs> Thank you for stopping by Rams Revealed. Have a great week 12 Monday night football against the Baltimore Ravens. Good luck against right now the front runner for the MVP and have a phenomenal rest of your 2019 season. Appreciate it, JB. Thank you for having me. All right, Michael Brockers. Michael Brockers.